Welcome and thank you for accepting this invitation to this Bible study and reflection for December 2nd, 2020. It has been 37 weeks since we learned we would not be meeting in person for worship service. We have since started back with modified in-person worship, but we are still not doing in-person Bible study on Wednesday evenings. There have been many negatives that have come as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's hard not to, but I try to not focus on all the negatives, and occasionally I will even try and think of some positives or silver linings. I view the opportunity to share God's Word on a weekly basis through this podcast as one of those silver linings. I love Jesus, and in preparing for these Bible studies and reflections, my relationship with Him has been strengthened. I pray yours has as well. I know it is helping me live into our church's vision of learning, loving, living God's Word. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear God, you are our Heavenly Father, and you know our needs before we know them ourselves. Help us, Lord, to open our hearts, minds, eyes, and ears, that we may discern when others may need our help. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I would imagine that most churches have fellowship halls where informal gatherings are held and meals shared. Our fellowship hall is called the Good Shepherd Room. It is called the Good Shepherd Room because there is a life-size statue of Jesus holding a shepherd's staff at one end of the room. The next time you're in our fellowship hall, take a look at the statue and the shepherd's hook. And you will notice that the shepherd's hook is almost straightened out. I jokingly mentioned to someone in our church family that the reason it was almost straightened out is because Jesus had used it so many times to pull me back into his flock. Tending flocks in Jesus' time was very common. Jesus used the term sheep as a common metaphor that his audiences would have been familiar with. Jesus spoke about sheep in all four of the Gospels for a total of 27 times in 25 verses. He spoke of the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He spoke of sending his disciples out like sheep. He spoke of finding lost sheep. He spoke of sheep that did not belong to his fold, but he needed to bring them along anyway. And he even told his disciples to tend and feed his sheep. And lastly, he even declared himself the good shepherd and said that the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. In the book of John is a story where Jesus heals a blind man. This man had been blind from birth. When the Pharisees found out about it, they were incredulous and said that never before had there been a record of anyone curing someone that had been blind from birth. They questioned the man who Jesus healed. They also questioned his parents. And they came back for round two of questioning the man that Jesus healed. We pick up the story near the end of chapter 9 with the Pharisees kicking the blind man out of the temple. Beginning in chapter 10 is where Jesus reveals himself as the good shepherd. 
The story is found in chapter 9, beginning at verse 35, and continues into chapter 10, ending at verse 18. Here is the reading. Jesus heard that they had driven him out. And when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me, so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see may see, and those who do see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sin. But now that you say, We see, your sin remains. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them along also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me but I lay it down on my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. Here ends the reading. In our church at St. Paul's Lutheran, we have a stained glass window on the lectern side of our sanctuary known as the Good Shepherd window. It was installed in our church in the early 1900s. 
I have always admired the stained glass window and looked upon it as a symbol that epitomizes Jesus' caring love for all of his flock. Jesus recognized there are members of his flock that have needs that should be addressed. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 35, Jesus says, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Now, a longtime friend of mine, Rhett Wolf, died an untimely death in mid-August of 2014. And he was remembered fondly in a wonderful obituary written by his family. Rhett's love for his family, his kindness, and his faith in God were remembered by his family. I am reminded of Rhett when I look at the Good Shepherd window. We will certainly always have the poor and needy with us that need good deeds done for them. And Rhett was a wonderful example of someone who looked out for the needy. In December 2014, our family gathered for our annual long weekend Christmas celebration at Isle of Palms. As is our tradition, we enjoyed fellowship together and catching up on Thursday evening until late into the night. I awoke on Friday morning around 5 a.m. and lay in bed thinking of our loving family and how much we all mean to each other. While contemplating my wonderful family, I was reminded of something from Rhett's obituary that was shared by his family. His family said he often ended blessings with, let us be mindful of the needs of others and help us to do something about it. When our family gathered that morning for breakfast, I shared Rhett's blessing with them. After sharing Rhett's blessing with them, I also shared the financial needs of a family associated with our church. Because of God's never-ending love, grace, Rhett's blessing, and our Suggs family's love and generosity, we collected $547 for the family in need. I never know where my next faith-based influence will come from, but I treasure every one of them. Let us pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you for adding Rhett Wolf as another faith-based influence in my earthly life. Lord, may we all serve as good shepherds for those in need. Let us all remember to celebrate and thank you as we anticipate the birth of Jesus Christ during this Advent season. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace, serve the Lord.